everybody gather near the doctors in the house. So lend them your ears. The things he can say might even make your Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to cut uh, Freddie Cooper off singing the doctors in the house because we got a great guest today, Dr. Will Wong. Uh, everyone got such great reviews on his last uh, interview here a couple weeks ago when we talked about hormones and testosterone and e-dominance among so-called men. Uh, so we're, we're going to talk about that again today. But let's just start off. He, he's here, and I, I want to turn the third bird loose because uh, uh, once he starts, we're, we're, you fasten your seatbelts and, and put the duct tape around your head. Because <laughs> <laughs> the man I called him last time And it turned out to be so true I called him the canary in the coal mine Of course he's, he, he says things Way before the establishment uh, Accepts them I mean we had a little Email discussion on exercise He was way ahead of his times on that And other things we could go on He's well written He'll give you his website where you can find his writings But a couple things before we get started Just Just remember Amateurs built the Ark, but professionals built the Titanic. Which one would you rather be on? And I thought it is because I heard him say the other day the the doors on the Ark are closed. And we'll get into that for another reason. Look, I I've been talking this last two months about doctors as the leading as the third leading cause of death. Well, I was wrong. I have to admit it. They are the leading cause of death, causing. Over 800,000 deaths alone bypassing cancer and heart disease. I mean, this is just got to blow your mind, ladies and gentlemen. Adverse drug reactions, millions and millions of antibiotics given for viral infections, just to be sure, right? Unnecessary hospitalizations, unnecessary surgical procedures into the millions. And Dr. Wong has the strongest systemic enzyme that you that is possible to have. And his enzymes aren't even strong enough to attack the 60,000 synthetic compounds that we come in contact with each day. Our bodies can't get rid of these darn things. So our cell metabolism, no wonder we have so much chronic disease. We have a lot of chronic disease and 95% of them are probably caused by toxins and pollutants in our bodies. And one more thing before we get to Dr. Wong. The fake news and the fake science. I just have to mention this because I, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an MD. I rely on these journals, but they're all funded by pharmaceutical companies. 86% of the clinical trials are funded by big pharma. They're nothing more than marketing material. And Lancet. Uh, New England Journal of Medicine and British Medical Journal all came out and said the darn same thing. You can't trust them. The, the peer reviewers only get summaries of the research, not the raw data. So the drug companies control it all, ladies and gentlemen. The drug companies control it all. And one of these days, uh, we'll get together with Dr. Wong and talk about how We've been abused and schooled and fooled about this whole uh, COVID situation. Now, maybe things, if they were handled, even as they were handled in 1918, even with that uh, flu epidemic in which I lost my grandmother in 1918, in two years it was over without any kind of jabs and what have you. So um, 
with that, uh, Dr. Will, last time we were talking, uh, we had a discussion on, on the testosterone, which is really great. And I, and, and I don't know, did you ever read that uh, testosterone hypothesis book? Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, civilizations rise and fall. Exactly, yes. Right. Yep. When the Romans and, uh, became low on testosterone, when they're, uh, you know, uh, who was it? Uh, Aunt, uh, Toynbee. Arnold Toynbee, the, the, the world's greatest his, historian, said that when societies rise and fall in 700-year cycles, and when the level of homosexuality reaches close to 10%, a society collapses. Bingo. Let the bells ring. It's incredible. We, 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 are, we are so far down that path. Yes. Well, look, of, of, the, of the endocrine glands, of which we, you know, we talked a little bit about them, the thyroid is, like, in my opinion, the gas pedal. And and I think hypo underactive thyroid is underdiagnosed. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and why, why don't you tell us about that? And 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 what you think? How 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 should our listeners? What should they do about it? Well, you know, first let's 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 touch on the norms. I'm going to give everyone a saying: low normal ain't normal. If you're tired, if you're run down, if you're gaining weight, if you got ratty skin, if you got dry skin, if you you know you just feel awful, and you get your thyroid checked, and your doctor says, "Oh, it's 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 low normal, but it's fine. Low normal ain't normal." Now there are lots of folks online who will tell you um, that if you take more uh, iodine. That will boost up your thyroid. And to a point, they're right, because iodine, iodine, is what we make thyroxin from, just like we make most hormones out of saturated animal fats. But you got some of these folks on on uh, these websites telling folks to take 15 to 50 grams Grams. I didn't say milligrams. I said wow. grams. So 15,000 to 50,000 milligrams of Lugol solution a day. That's insane. I... <laughs> Besides, <laughs> in fact, you're probably going to turn brown from doing it. <laughs> uh, you know, wow. <clears throat> so uh, taking that much Lugol solution, you know, well, here, uh, let me give you a, a for instance that, that, that most folks can understand. When the thyroid begins to slow down, especially with gals who have had a child, with each child, the thyroid slows down some more. So after two, three kids, a gal feels really tired and kind of weak, and she's putting on weight, and you might have slight hair loss, and her skin's really dry. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and she goes to see her, her doctor, and the doctor says, well, you know, your, your thyroid's low, but it's, it's low normal. Well, that ain't normal. And when you tr- when the thyroid slows down, it's because part of it has died. It has infarcted. And thyroid cells don't have any ribosomes in, in them, so they can't rebuild. Once a part of your thyroid is gone, just like your heart, 
just like your brain, just like your kidneys, just like your adrenals. Once a part of it is dead, it's gone forever. It ain't coming back. Now, part of this Lugol solution thing is because these fools have, who never studied biology think that they can make the thyroid regrow. They talk about regrowing your thyroid. You know, Jesus has to come down and touch you on the throat to regrow your thyroid. Ain't no Lugol solution going to do it, folks. Ain't no amount of wishful thinking, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, going to regrow your, in, your, your, your internal organs. All the doc, you know, the, the, I have this saying, that all the doctors that I know who believe that they could regrow their internal organs, they're all dead. Because they couldn't in the long run. Yeah. So the, 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 the thyroid, when it begins to slow down, is because parts of it has died. Now, if you try to rev it up by throwing in a lot of iodine, what happens is, think about an engine. If you've got an eight-cylinder engine and you've got two cylinders broken in it and they're not working, but you rev the engine up to try to get eight-cylinder performance out of what is now a six-cylinder engine, you're going to finish breaking it. So if you keep on throwing in all that iodine, all the Lugol solution, all the whatever else these folks are, are telling you to do to rev up your thyroid, you're going to finish killing it. What we need to do is to treat it nicely. <laughs> Don't stress it too much anymore. And take a thyroid replacement like the armor, like the, like the uh, 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 nature throid, which is the preference of most folks. I personally think that Synthroid works best because it's an exact bioidentical copy of thyroxine. It's not pig thyroxine. It's not deer or goat or cow thyroxine, which are all almost, almost the same as human. All the mammalian hormones are interchangeable between mammals, but sometimes the fit is a little better with the bioidentical stuff than with the animal stuff. So here's an instance where I think, and what I've seen is that the, 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 the levothyroxine, the synthroid, works better than the armor. And I, doc, docs debate with me, but they debate on the, uh, on the basis of theory and not of experience. If you've ever had a low thyroid, and I, I'll admit I've got one, and you tried the armor, and then you tried the synthroid, and you got a better kick out of the synthroid, you're, you're more awake, you're beginning to lose the weight that you put on, your hair doesn't look bad, and your skin's not dry anymore, and you realize that, hey, this stuff's working better, then you stick with it. So stick with whatever, whichever one works best for you. But the Synthroid is usually better to, to uh, uh, better sustainability because it, 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 it's, the armor is getting to the point where it's not always available because FDA is, is messing with it. And the, uh, the Synthroid is both available and relatively inexpensive. Dr. Wong, let's have a little discussion there. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with the trial and error. Uh, try the synthetic, try the 
compounded or, or armored like thyroid. And if your body says this is it, I, I go with it. I don't have any problem with that. But how about the people? How well, I guess they if, if they take a T4 supplement like uh, Synthroid and they don't convert to the active hormone, which is T3, mm-hmm. they're not gonna they're not gonna feel any better. Right. They're not so, gonna feel so, anything. So that may that may be you know I, I I hadn't thought this through, but so if they don't feel any better, then they could go ahead and get the bioidentical type of hormone that has the T3 already in it, rather than add a T3 synthetic product. Is that something that makes sense? Yeah, right. The the okay. the, the armor, the Nature Throid, the the uh, all of the natural uh, animal based thyroxin or or, or thyroid. Uh, medications all have T3 and T4. They're fairly well balanced and they're excellent products. But, you know, to my mind, some things just work better than others. And since we're dealing with fit, just like with enzymes, enzymes are a lock and key mechanism. Hormones are the same, lock and key mechanisms. And some keys just fit better in certain locks than others. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I, and I agree. And I, I, and, and, and I know you, you don't, you don't think there's one answer for every, every problem, but there, there's, there, you can play with this, uh, yeah, whichever exactly. one makes you feel better. I mean, you listen to your body. I mean, that's been our, my mantra for years. Listen yeah. to your body. It'll talk to you. It'll tell you. It has the best pharmacy in the world. God given pharmacy. It's in your body. <laughs> listen to it. Yep. <laughs> okay. So let's go on from there. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just, just want to make that point. Okay. Go ahead with the thyroid I'm sorry So when we get these people who, who, who are telling you To basically rev your thyroid up By taking all this iodine We really have to hold those folks At arm's distance and, 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 and ask How far have they actually tried this Is it just theoretical for them Or have they actually experienced Benefits from it and if they've gotten a benefit from it, how long did they get a benefit from it? Because, like I said, once you rev up that engine to get eight-cylinder performance out of only six cylinders left with two cylinders broken, you're going to break it. It's going to turn into a, a four-cylinder, then a three-cylinder, then a two-cylinder, and then it's not going to work at all. And once you've killed off the thyroid, it's dead, it's gone. Then you you you, you really have to go on total thyroid replacement, just like the folks who have the, the, the uh, thyroid excised removed for uh, uh, one, one condition or another. So there are also supplements that uh, enhance the conversion of T4 to T3. Yes. Uh, and, and how important are they? Depends like selenium on how well and D2. you convert. Yeah. Yeah. So the, uh, the, the, that, 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 Depends, and and I'm not as well versed in exactly what herbs and 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 uh, substances do that. I know that 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 there are, but but honestly, uh, since I I I, I went on the uh, the uh, synthroid bandwagon about 15, 17 years ago, I guess uh, the uh, I, I I I haven't looked back. You know the uh, the fellow who got me on this 
uh, used to be one of the president's doctors, and I, I won't mention which president, but it was it was the one who gave us 22% interest rates and a 21% inflation back in the oh. 70s. So that was that was after Lincoln then. I was in that. <laughs> yeah, it was a, I don't know how old you are. <laughs> <laughs> the peanut farmer guy. <clears throat> it was it was it was it was one of his docs back when he was still governor. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, uh, he he got magnificent results with 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 the asynthroid, and he he had these 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 wonderful physiologic arguments for it that i'm sorry but uh, i've 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 seen your moment at those okay. <laughs> in the years since because i i haven't had to use them because the synthroid just works so well whenever yeah. I, I i advise folks to try it yeah and, and, and every every tablet you take is you get what you pay for yes it, it, Right, it's yeah. it's it, it standardized. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, before before I, I go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead to talk about the, that. There's always some variance with the natural stuff, and w- yeah. w- but you know the the we've known that uh, we we've dealt with the natural stuff first, so we know that there are variances in it, and uh, the variances are okay. The variances are seldom above ten percent plus or minus label specs because that is what the FDA demands of any new supplement and any new medication. Supplements and medications have to meet the exact same FDA uh, standards of 10% plus or minus label specs. Now with generics, the problem with generics is that a generic product, according to the FDA, can vary from label spec up to 30%. So it can say one thing and be 30% off in its act in what it actually gives you, plus or minus, usually minus, because folks who make generics are looking to save money. So while we have to be careful with, with generics, if we're dealing with a standard medication or a standard supplement, the rule is 10% plus or minus label specs. And I'm sorry if, if if you're hearing a clacking in the background. I've got a ten week old puppy playing with a toy on the ground, and it, it, <laughs> he's, he's 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 getting a little noisy. <laughs> Keep him happy. Yeah. So look, if you're taking certain drugs, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, like uh, those proton pump inhibitors, they'll deplete you of minerals, and selenium is important in, in this reaction to uh, T converting T4, which is inactive, to T3, which is active. So if you're on those proton pump inhibitors and the antidepressants, and I heard Dr. Wong talk about it, there's just a gangbuster study came out that showed these antidepressants, uh, these serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Serotonin is not not the uh, chemical imbalance we all that the psychiatrist thought it was. But if you're on those or you're on steroids or birth control pills, uh, you really have to work with your 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 healthcare provider to because you may need some supplementation of selenium. Uh, I, I found that in my practice when I was in practice that that was an important uh, you know you get somebody that said well I've been to this doctor and, and, and I have hypothyroidism I'm being treated but nothing's working and you go the synthetic route you go to natural route it's still not working but you know in the beginning I was forgetting to check all the drugs they were taking mm-hmm. and. You know, and that was my mistake. 
And when I got there and I started doing these brown bag uh, uh, checkovers, where I'm bringing everything you're taking, I don't care what it is. And I thought, wow, this isn't good for your thyroid. That's not good for your thyroid. Uh, so anyway, you're, any medication you're taking from an allopathic physician is going to give you a pill for every ill you have, and then it's going to give you another pill for the side effect of that pill. Take them to your healthcare provider when you're getting treated for thyroid. Would you agree with that, uh, Dr. Will? Absolutely. And when you take a look at, for a vitamin E supplement, make sure it's got the selenium in it. Uh, Most don't. Good, good point. I, I have a question about thyroid. I want to see how you handle it, uh, how you mm -hmm. handle it when there's, – there's something called – I don't know what they call it now. A euthyroid patient who has hypothyroid symptoms, the unsuspected hypothyroid. Are all the blood tests – and, you know, take it for granted, we, we, we know the difference between normal and optimal. They're all normal. But they're tired. They're still gaining weight. Uh, their periods are still off. And uh, do you, how do you handle them? And do you believe in taking their temperatures? Yes, actually, uh, I do. First thing in the morning, arm, uh, armpit temperature, axilla. Uh, if it's 97 uh, or 97.5 or below, they're they're, they're hypothyroid. Right. Yeah, and and that's easy to do. I mean, and and I don't know. I I studied a lot with Doctor Broda Barnes, and and that, that, you know he has MD PhD, and that, that was his go-to test. You yep. know, right. And uh, if it's ninety-seven point five or and under, uh, you have uh, hypothyroidism. You you uh, you need help. Yeah, and the way we dose thyroid in the states is way different from the way it's dosed in Europe. In Europe, doctors will, will, will keep on upping the dose until you feel better. Here, we just look at blood tests. And it, <laughs> blood tests don't always give you the, 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 the complete picture. We have to take into account how the patient is feeling, what their, what, their, what, what their basal temperature is, and whether their hair is falling out and their skin's dry and ratty. Yeah, I, and I agree with that, that theory. Uh, treat, them, treat, the, treat the individual. The individual lets you know. And and cut out anything in their diet or their supplements that could be detrimental to their thyroid. Yep. And I hate to say this, but caffeine can do it. But, you know, you could get it back in there. But alcohol, caffeine, especially sugar and the refined foods that we talk about. Uh, All the things that will hype you up. You got it. Yeah. You know, there was uh, – I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say estrogen hormones and, and uh, antacids, too, can really screw your, your thyroid, your medication up. Mm. There was one doctor, and I forget his name, and I'm sorry because I, I, I would love to tell you who, who he is, uh, but he was one of the great granddaddies of anti-aging medicine. It wasn't Ward Dean. It was another fellow. And, again, I'm sorry, I don't remember, but he said that everyone over 50 – should be on thyroxin as as uh, as an anti aging medication, and he suggested everyone over fifty start with fifty micrograms, and then work up. This fellow was in his eighties or nineties, and he I think he was up to either one hundred and fifty or three hundred micrograms a day, and he was he he was slim, he was fit, still had all of his mental faculties, exercised, uh, had a very active life. And like I said, he was one of the great, 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 great grandfathers of the anti-aging brain-boosting movement. Wow. 
you know, maybe I should be thankful that I worked with so much radiation when I was in the Army that it killed my thyroid because uh, I'm on a thyroid replacement also. And uh, normal thyroid gland, if I remember correctly, puts out about the three grains of thyroid. And 100 milligrams of the synthetic is about one grain, which is 60 milligrams. So, you know, that's nowhere near full replacement. But again, how do you feel? How is it working? So uh, it makes makes sense to me. Yep. So that's thyroid. It can be high. We talked about underactive thyroid, and Dr. Barnes mm-hmm. wrote a book, The Unsuspected Diagnosis. It's still in print, uh, even though he's not here anymore. It, it, it's an easy read. I mean, he, he treated uh, he treated the patient, not the not the lab test. So uh, I, I think that's an important takeaway too. You know, you, you, can, you right. You go to your doctor. He says, "Oh, you're normal." And you say, well, how come I feel so bad? And if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, it could be a thyroid. No, you're just depressed. You need an SSRI <laughs> drug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or your cholesterol is really high. Let's put you on a statin. That'll really screw you up. That's right. We'll give you so- Parkinson's and diabetes. You won't have to worry <laughs> about being tired. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, uh, it's it's horrible to be a beautiful corpse. Corpse, you have to die of something. <laughs> it just drives <laughs> me crazy. Just for instance, I was uh, up taking care of two relatives uh, this week up in Pennsylvania. So I'm in a in a rehab center, and I see the doc making rounds to the different people sitting around in the in the in the uh, common area. He sits down there with this 84 year old woman. He says, "How's your nerves? You're still taking your um, Zoloft." Oh yes, he says. And you're, are they giving you the Ambien when you want to sleep at night? Oh yeah, I had to run out of the room. I was going to cold cock him. Uh, I mean, I had to control myself. And he billed Medicare for that visit, I'm sure. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, Rank up the, are you are you still taking your Zoloft? Get out of here. Are you still taking your Zoloft? Get out of here. You know, between the Zoloft and the Ambien, is a gal ever conscious? <laughs> Well, no wonder she was crying all the time. Yeah. Does she ever fully wake up in the course of the day? Gosh. No wonder old people are falling. Yeah. Well, you know, the the faster the medical system kills them off, the less expense government has in paying off the pensions. You really think so, huh? You're Uh, a conspiracy theorist. You're a conspiracy theorist. Yep, and you know, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to start quoting uh, Dr. Doris Rapp, who you, you might know her from, from her books, Is This Your Child's World, Your Toxic World? Dr. Rapp is probably the leading pediatric allergist of her day. And when she moved to Phoenix, <clears throat> she noticed that there were an awful lot of chemtrails. And the worse the chemtrails got, She'd call around to all the hospitals, especially in in, in Sun City and in in uh, 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 Seizure World in in Mesa, <laughs> and she'd ask, start asking, "Okay, how are your respiratory wards? How is this? How is that?" <clears throat> Excuse me. And she discovered that the greater the the chemtrail activity, the more the respiratory wards were filled. With the very old and the very young, hmm. and 
Phoenix, especially being a center of a, a where I, I think 60% of the folks there are senior citizens. Phoenix was especially hit with chemtrail stuff very early on from like the mid eighties on. And being that the death rate always increased amongst the very old and the very young with the height of chemtrail activity, she started thinking that maybe this was a way of getting rid of the oldsters and lowering the, 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 the expenses for Social Security and Medicare. Another friend of mine from Scottsdale, who's, who has since passed on, was an interest and an allergist. And he stepped out of his condo one day, looked up at the sky, looked at the chemtrails, felt this crystal thing fall on his lip. And he didn't think about it. He licked his lips, swallowed it, woke up, I think, three days later in ICU at Scottsdale North. He had no idea what had happened to him. Could barely walk. By the time he got out three, four weeks later, he'd lost like 15, 20 pounds. And he still did not know what had happened to him. He looked over all the blood work. He looked over everything. And he couldn't find anything that had afflicted him. But he knew that what happened to him happened right after he was looking up at the chemtrails and he felt a little crystalline something land on his lip and he licked it. So we have to ask, is there a concerted effort to for getting rid of seniors? When COVID happened and everyone in, in, in all the blue states started putting all the uh, folks who, all the seniors who supposedly had the condition on ventilators, weren't treating their infections, weren't treating them for anything else. They were just knocked out, put on ventilators, and they all died of pneumonia. That seemed to me to be a concerted effort to get rid of the seniors. We know that Social Security is going to collapse within 20 years or less. We know that, that Medicare is headed for about the same end. We know that the government is spending money on all sorts of stuff, like sending billions to the Ukraine when they should be taking care of folks here at home. But, you know, everything's pointing to the fact that the system's going broke and the system is trying to get rid of the people who are making it go broke. Yeah, we we really have to uh, have discussions about these type of, of, of subjects without without vindictiveness to each other. I mean, I mean, Freddie Fauci, in my mind, when he starts saying, I am science. He just, uh, he's not God, and science is not a religion. It's not a set of beliefs. Scientists that don't believe anything. <laughs> and I think we should all be, be like that and have conversations. Let me see your point of view. Let me hear it. Don't uh, come right out and say uh, whatever he said. Attacks me or attacks on science. Well, that's, that's just asinine because science has never right. settled in that, in that respect anyway. Yes. It's almost as if the rest of us could never understand all the magnificent stuff going through his mind, so he wasn't going to even bother filling us in until 75 years from now. Yeah, exactly. Just, just like as they did, the Pfizer didn't want us to know what was in their, their research for 75 years. 
What are you hiding, ladies, guys? Exactly. What are you hiding? 75 well, years from now, no one's going to care. If anyone's even here. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll, we'll, have a, we'll have a talk on a separate uh, issue, if you're willing, on pure bloods. Because sure. uh, we, have, we have to, you know, I, I'm getting every day that I'm doing this, and I've been doing it now for six years, and uh, I'm getting more discouraged in talking to people who don't take uh, Wi-Fi serious, don't talk, take 5G serious, don't talk, take chemtrails, oh, you're crazy. Um, I, I mentioned ultra liquid zeolite to somebody, ah, we don't need that. And uh, someone I, I was with up in Pennsylvania had a smart meter, and they're not sleeping at night. I said, well, did you would would you consider having the company uh, pay that extra fifteen bucks a month and having that smart meter out, take it out? Ah, it doesn't bother me. And you know, when I hear that, I just bite my tongue. It bleeds, and I and I leave because. But I'm finding that more and more often this mass psychosis I, that uh, uh, Dr. Malone talked about. It's really affected. I mean, all doesn't matter what your IQ is. It's affecting right. everybody. And Critical this is thinking where... is history. Uh, bingo. Exactly. And this is where we have to back off and just say, you want to die? Go right ahead. You know, this, this, this here's where I touched on in another show the fact that the ark was here, but the doors are closed. It started raining, folks, and you ain't in the ark. Tough luck. Yeah. I mean, sorry to say, but that's the way it's got to be. Yeah. Yep. It's got to be that way. I mean, so at some point we have to carry on. Yep. And we have to be good Samaritans. We've got to do the best we can for our neighbor. But, you know, if they don't want to listen, they don't want to hop on the ark. Well, you know, say la vie. Exactly. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know whether any other way a Christian can handle that. Uh, there is no other way. You, 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 you know, even the angels had free choice to obey God or, or not. We know 200 of them didn't. Uh, but man has free choice, and if they choose to be self-destructive, eh, let them be. They they'll learn one way or the or the other. If they have to learn the hard way, then they have to learn the hard way. Yeah, I've 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 I'm at peace with myself now on that. Yeah, I I, I can't do it anything any other way. Look, Dr. Wong, well, one thing on, uh, I found some PubMed. I, I did do some research for today's show. And vitamin, low vitamin D, vit, low vitamin D levels were more prevalent in hypothyroid patients. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then when I, I mentioned to you that maybe we should do talk a little bit about Parkinson's disease, and I see that vitamin D is also mentioned in a lot of studies on Parkinson's disease. And Forgetting the well, not forgetting. There's going to be a lot of people with prion diseases that that took the uh, jab, and I think we're going to see even more Parkinson's disease in the future. Although we already know that the pesticides get into the gut, travel up the vagus nerve, and 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 do just horrible things to the brain to the substantia nigra. But what 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 is your current thinking on on? Um, on Parkinson's disease, and you know, be be whatever the cause, unless you what you you think there's something that can be preventative. I do. I think there is. Uh, and and what how about the latest treatment that that you hit you deal with? Well, you know, uh, we have we have already heard from some of the European sources that since the vax, Parkinson's has been increasing. 
diagnoses for Parkinson's have been in, increasing, and the progression of the disease is fairly quick. As a Parkinson's patient since 1999, I can tell you that I have uh, I have treated Parkinson's in myself and in the folks that I've advised on Parkinson's as an inflammatory condition of the brain. We know that Parkinson's builds uh, amyloid deposits in the brain just like Alzheimer's does. We know that that there's there, there are other pathways involved. Sorry about that. I don't let let him go. Let him play. Uh, <clears throat> uh, we know that that, that that there are other pathways involved, toxic pathways, trauma path, pathways. In my instance, it was it it was trauma. I've gotten more bumps to the head, more concussions than I would like to think about. Uh, and I, actually, one of those killed me when I was seven years old coming out of confession. See, it's a good thing I went to confession. <laughs> I got rid of all those terrible sins a seven-year-old could commit before I got hit by the van and killed. <clears throat> so uh, the uh, uh, regardless of what caused the Parkinson's to sit in, if we lower the inflammation in the brain, if we eat away at the amyloid deposits, which are just fibrosis, if we chelate out the heavy metals that tend to be found with Parkinson's, with dementia, with Alzheimer's, and then if we throw in the things to help kind of boost the substantia nigra into working a bit better, and then finally, the kicker, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the kicker in a, in a second. So first I used systemic enzymes, first the Wobenzyme, then the Vitalzyme, and then when I created my own zyme essence, I was able to use that. Of the Wobenzyme I was taking between the, the PK and all the Awis that I've got, all the multiple injuries, including uh, multiple spinal fractures, I was taking 60 to 80 Wobenzyme a day. The Vitalzyme, I was taking 30 to 40 of those a day, and of the Zymescence, uh, about six. On a really bad day when I'm really hurting with because the uh, of the uh, spinal stenosis symptoms, I take eight. But most folks do well with three to six Zymescence a day. That reduces the inflammation, eats away at the fibrosis. Then we throw in the activated zeolite, the liquid-activated zeolite, that chelates out the heavy metals because the zeolite gets into the brain and can take the heavy metals out of the brain. We also, uh, I took a page out of out of uh, Joseph Mortimer. Mm. Uh, he's a, a, a doc who, who writes about brain boosting. He's an MD. He's, he's one of the pioneers in brain boosting back from the, the, the 1990s, he wrote a book called uh, Better Sex Through Chemistry. <laughs> and he's also <laughs> written a number of books on, 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 on brain boosting. From him, I, I got the uh, soligoline, the elderpril, which I take five milligrams a day. And you, we, we all know how, how Parkinson's progresses. I have not had a progression since 1999, since Dr. Burr first 
got me on the the Elder Pro. He 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 wrote my first script for for uh, Soligaline. And then in seventeen, I started using pulse electromagnetic therapy to help me sleep because between ninety and ninety ninety and seventeen, I hadn't gotten much in the way of sleep after my my chronic fatigue and chronic mono of 1990 through 97, I never got my sleep patterns back. So I started using the pulse electromagnetic therapy under my pillow for sleep in 17 and discovered two years later that I wasn't shuffling anymore. Hmm. My gait was almost normal. My balance was better. Uh, My, the, the, the tremor, I only had a mild tremor in my right hand that annoyed me when I was eating soup and no other time. (laughs) Uh, And that was gone. So the combination of all the things that I've done since 1999 have completely arrested the progression of Parkinson's. So you've done it with the Zymessage, which uh, you can uh, obtain from Wong's Essentials. And the Elder Pro, I'm not familiar with that. Elder Pro uh, was developed by a Czech chemist pharmacologist. And it helps the Substantia Nigra to create more dopamine. It's it's used primarily as... uh, an anti uh, oh, anti seizure agent, but that's not what 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 uh, Coke developed it for. Okay. He specifically developed it to help the substantia nigra uh, to give it a a bit of a boost, creating more dopamine. In so doing, uh, he found with with his test lab animals, he doubled their lifespan. Wow. Wow. That, that's that's because, impressive. Yeah, dopamine is what connects brain to body. And at, from, from age 50 onward, we make, no, excuse me, 40 onward, we make between 1% and 10% less dopamine per year until we get to the point where you're in a pre-morbid condition. You haven't made any dopamine for three days, and then you're stone cold dead. <laughs> that's pretty dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, three days. Well, what 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 does the in your opinion does the gut play a role in Parkinson's, like yes, leaky gut to. syndrome and things like that? Yeah, has to, because if you think of all the things that we're supposed to put into the brain, get up into the brain. Well, here, primary thing in leaky gut syndrome, you basically stop making B complex vitamins. Your, your, the fermentation in your intestines isn't up to snuff. You're, 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 you've got bad bacteria in there instead of good bacteria. You're not absorbing much of your nutrients. You're losing a good bit of what you're eating. And since you're not making the B-complex vitamins, most people don't take them either, and you don't have anything to create neurotransmitters because neurotransmitters are created by saturated fats bond with amino acids and B-complex vitamins. If you don't have either one of those three, you're not going to make neurotransmitters. I, I have been, I, I coined a phrase, a superior interior, and I've been preaching this. <laughs> as, Wonderful. 
since the beginning of the Chinese virus that it's important to have a superior interior. And by that, I meant the microbiome of the gut. And I had my idea of what supplements and, and, you know, Kimchi and things you should eat. What 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 are you what what are your your thoughts on on a, to, to uh, optimize the uh, microbiome of the gut? There was a gal that I met, a PhD from University of Leipzig, and she was helping the Vietnamese because they were losing their pig population in the 1990s, in the late 80s, early 90s. What was happening with the pigs was that all the Agent Orange we dumped in Vietnam was killing off the pigs. So she had to find a way to get the Agent Orange out of the intestines and, 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 and gut of the pigs so that they could have a normal microbiome and they could, you know, continue to live and reproduce and whatever else. The, the pork is, 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 is the, the protein staple in Vietnam. If all the pigs died out, uh, the Vietnamese would starve. So she was, she was sent by the East German government to to Vietnam, and she put all the pigs on inulin. Once inulin was introduced into the diet, the bad bacteria was forced out. The good bacteria had a colonizing medium because inulin sticks to the intestinal wall, so the good bacteria could latch on to the inulin and feed off of the inulin and colonize itself, meanwhile pushing out the bad bacteria and the toxins it pushed out the dioxide from from the Agent Orange. And uh, she was so successful, the Vietnamese government gave her all, all sorts of awards. The, the East German government lauded her as well. And uh, she single-handedly saved the entire pig population of the nation of mm. Vietnam. So wow. if we start with the inulin, and then we put in Whatever good bacteria you w- we we want, uh, for example, I've got a product called Armored Acidophilus, which is Lactobacillus sporogenes. It's the most survivable form of good bacteria around. It's antibiotic-proof, heat-proof, acid-proof. You need a blowtorch to kill this stuff, <laughs> and it's in a, a bed of, 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 of inulin. So you eat this stuff, and it automatically latches on and starts reproducing. But we need more than one strain, so... If we start off one that you can't kill, just to form uh, uh, the initial colonies that are forcing out everything bad. And then we put in strains. uh, The two best probiotic companies that I've found are AST Enzymes out of California and Sedona Labs out of Arizona. They both have wonderful, wonderful, wonderful good bacteria supplements that would easily help to colonize a gut. Uh, now, the ones from, from uh, Sedona Labs, you really need to keep cold. And you better hope the UPS truck isn't too hot when, it, when they deliver it to you, or else they might not survive. They're, they're, they're kind of sensitive, but they're, they're, they're really good blends. The stuff from AST, you, you don't have to worry about. It's stabilized enough that uh, nothing's going to kill it. Yeah, and something you said matter-of-factly because you deal with it all the time, but I think I don't think our listeners know that the the, the terrain that the, the, this has to go through in your stomach to to get to your small intestines to where it really uh, has to do its do its magic. 
So your your product, uh, you should mention that again. If, if it can withstand stomach the stomach acid, God bless it because it has to get to the intestines, and no exactly. no good let let it, let it get destroyed in the stomach. And most good bacteria, if it isn't destroyed in shipping or in storage, <laughs> as most of it is, is destroyed in the stomach by the stomach acid. Yeah. So the lactobacillus sporogenes that we have in our armored acidophilus, we also have it in our anti-candida formula of the candescent. That was developed so that it could resist antibiotics, it could resist heat, and it can resist high levels of acid. I've seen the vats that they culture the lactobacillus sporogenes in, and uh, they're down to two-something pH. That's a, a pH of battery acid. Wow. So so something, again, you mentioned, uh, and I like this because, you know, I, I can't deny my profession, and I can't deny the, the advances we've made. So if you have a heart valve problem or, or uh, whatever, you and you have to go in for dental work, you have to, I, I can't, I, I don't know anything better. You must take your antibiotics. You can't afford to get endocarditis. But that being said, that those antibiotics will do some damage to your gut. So you can follow up with Dr. Wong's essentials product, right? And, and repopulate those, those, those bacteria. Yes, and you can also prevent the dysbiosis. Since this stuff is antibiotic proof, you can throw it in while you're taking the antibiotics. In India, Asia, Japan, and in Germany... Uh, things like like uh, uh, doxycycline are mixed with lactobacillus sporogenes in the same capsule to keep you from getting dysbiosis. Mm. Wow. I, I, it bears uh, repeating the name of that product again. Sure. Armored acidophilus. There you go. And armored, the strain is called car. lactobacillus sporogenes or lactobacillus sporogenes. Depends on which way you pronounce it. Okay, but it's in the armored product, right? Yes, yes, yes. It's in the armored acidophilus. It's the only strain in the armored acidophilus. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. It's armored. It's like an armored tank. It's going to get through to where it's needed. It's going to exactly. survive the stomach. All right, that's, they're good points. And, uh, I, and again, I, 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 the gut-brain axis. I mean, the gut is the second brain, some people say, because that's where the, most of our immunity is. And, and we really have to be more attentive to, and I feel, to our gut. We have to, again, one more time, we have to keep it superior in that interior. We have to pay attention to what we eat and the, the, and the, and the junk that could destroy the bacteria there, or at least uh, not destroy it permanent, permanent uh, not destroy it in, in a, a, a completely, but it, it, can, it can influence it. And uh, there is, a, there is a, a connection between the gut and the brain. And I, I ran across some studies where they cut the vagus nerve that goes from the brain into the gut and fed all kinds of glyphosate and Roundup to, the, to these rats. And this was not humans. And these, 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 this particular strain of rats did not develop Parkinson's. They did the same thing with an intact vagus nerve, and they, they did develop Parkinson's. So... Um, again, it's in animals. It's not humans, but you know we actually have some real life experiences with this. Also, we we know of, uh, of veterans, and we know uh, that, that we're exposed to lots of to toxic material, and they do, they do develop these neurodegenerative diseases like Parkinson's. So I think that's an important point, and I think uh, keep your vitamin D levels up and, and not normal. 
optimal between 60 and 90 nanograms per milliliter, not normal of 30 and 40. Optimal, ladies and gentlemen. Um, right? We're low on most. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. What, what are we low? I know. No, uh, so uh, that's just my point. Yeah, if yeah. you don't agree with it, I want to hear it. Oh, no, no, no. Fully agree. Okay. okay. We're also normal on the other fat-soluble vitamins. We're, you know, we're concentrating on vitamin D now because of its, uh, of its uh, help with immunity, because of the conditions that we found ourselves in the last two or three years. But uh, most folks are low on the vitamin E. Most folks are low on the vitamin A's. The stuff in multivitamins really isn't enough, strong enough, or absorbable enough to make a difference. We have to take most of the vitamins as individual vitamins, not as a multi, to get the best results out of it. You know, in Germany, you can't have anything with over five ingredients in it because they know that you're not going to absorb any of it. There, ain't gonna, there isn't going to be enough of anything to have a physiologic action to trigger the physio, to be above the physiologic threshold for action if there's more than five things in a, in a, in, in a product. <clears throat> so think of all, all the stuff that's in a multivitamin, in that little one capsule or in that little gummy bear. <laughs> God help us, adults eating gummy bears. Uh, you know, the, the, think of all the vitamins and all the minerals that are supposed to be in there, and none of them are in there in any sufficient amount to have a physiologic action. They go in one way, they go out the other, and they go to feed the fish. So, supplement. We have to have an individual vitamin A. Any any kind of vitamin A, from from carotene to to to, to uh, fish oils to any of the forms of vitamin A is okay, singly or in combination. Of the vitamin E's, we have to be careful because most of them are blended with soy oil, so we have to be careful with the with with with, with the uh, oil that they blend it in. We also have to look when we look at the oil-based oil of vitamin E's to read and see if they are deestrogenated because there's only one oil-based vitamin E in the United States that is actually deestrogenated, and that's from uh, the A.C. Grace folks in Sugarland, Texas. The, 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 the other deestrogenated vitamin E's are all dry. There are very few dry vitamin E's still available. I make one, and my vitamin E has selenium in it. And it's, uh, I think we've got 400 IUs of vitamin E per capsule. Now, the dry vitamin E's are super, super, super hard to encapsulate. Matter of fact, it's so hard that, that the, the, the manufacturing folks who, who work for us hate encapsulating the vitamin E. It really gums up the machines. <clears throat> uh, but uh, that, that's why most folks go with the, with the oil-based vitamin E's because they're much easier to work with. But with the, the, the dry vitamin E's, you are guaranteed not to have any estrogen in the vitamin E. And uh, if for folks who, 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 who have, have read, well, I've seen the studies, 
and the studies say that vitamin E doesn't do any any good for your heart. All those stories about vitamin E being good for your heart are lies. You know, if I did a study on antibiotics, I could prove that antibiotics absolutely did not work if I used a sub-threshold dose of antibiotics. So if instead of 100 milligrams of doxycycline twice a day, I used 12 twice a day, it wouldn't work. I could prove, I have proven that doxycycline does not work on infections. Did I really prove it or did I just jimmy the figures to make it look like it didn't work? Same thing they've done with vitamin E. Anything under 400 I use a day does nothing. All right. Uh, that's, I'm, I'm taking notes. So, look, I think we do need supplements, and, and I'm, I'm going to if – I will, if, if Dr. Wong allows me, because he, I want to hear what he has to say. But let, let, let's go back, because Dr. Wong has great supplements. Uh, my family and friends use them. This is called Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored because we don't, we don't do favors or whatever. This is not an advertisement. But Dr. D.R. Wong's Essentials, that's an S on the Wong's, D.R. Wong's Essentials with an S dot com. That's where you can find his products. Is that right, Dr. Wong? Yes, exactly. And I think that's really important, ladies and gentlemen. And I, I want him to mention one other of his products because it's important uh, for uh, the Chinese uh, virus that we're going through. Uh, but it's also important as a daily supplement because we are deficient in, in our soils. Our soils are not what they used to be. And I think even children, in my opinion, seem to be deficient in a mineral called zinc. And um, I, would, I, I sort of know what doc, Dr. Wong's feeling is about zinc, and I do know about his zinc citrate. But I, I do want him to mention it because I think it's that important that we should have a little bit of more information on it. Zinc is the most important mineral to epithelial tissue, according to the medical textbook called Ham's Histology. Zinc is the building block for epithelial tissue. It, its RDA is said to be between 15 to 30 milligrams daily. Now, think about this. A man loses 15 to 30 milligrams of zinc per ejaculation. How many ejaculations do you have at a time? Uh, if we've got, if, if if the RDA is figured out on a one ounce lab mouse by depleting that mouse of the particular nutrient five milligrams at a time, you ignore all of the micro uh, deficiency diseases. When it gets a macro deficiency disease, then you stop counting. You go back five milligrams plus you add five milligrams, and bingo, that's the human RDA. How much more skin do you have than a one-ounce lab mouse? How much more muscle do you have than a one-ounce lab mouse? How many pounds of internal organs do you have compared with a one-ounce lab mouse? <clears throat> How much more in the way of hormone making do you have than a one-ounce lab mouse? Because zinc and magnesium are essential minerals for building all hormones. So that being the case, the RDA for zinc was meant to keep people sick. The RDA in general for all nutrients was meant to be suboptimal to keep people sick with deficiency diseases. 
so Big Pharma could sell you drugs. But let's, you know, not go down that track yet. So <clears throat> the RDA for zinc is 15 to 30. My zinc supplement has 100 elemental milligrams of, of zinc. What does elemental mean? It means it actually has 100 milligrams of zinc. If you take a look at most zinc supplements and they say they have 30 milligrams of zinc, zinc citrate, well, that means that they have, it, it's 15% zinc and 85% uh, citric acid. So you're only getting 4.5 milligrams of zinc in 30 milligrams of zinc citrate. With my product, you're getting 100 actual milligrams of the mineral zinc, and we don't even count the citric acid. So it's the strongest zinc supplement on the planet. Folks were using it during the, the, the uh, China virus because zinc helps to fight off viruses. Zinc goes into the mitochondria of the cell and acts as an antiviral. And folks like, like Dr. Zelensky, who just passed away, and some of the doctors in Italy were using 200 milligrams of zinc a day. We had docs who were using two and three capsules of my zinc product a day with their patients and doing quite well at avoiding them getting infections. Yeah, I, 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 I did not realize the importance of zinc till we came through this scam of a demic. And, uh, and I, and now I tell everyone about it and, um, you have been told. And ladies and gentlemen, I know we've, it's a long time we've been here, but, you know, we do have to take supplements. I'm sorry about that. And there have been no deaths from vitamins and supplements uh, confirmed by the U.S. Poison Control Center. But our nation's soil is no longer virgin. Uh, we don't raise our own food anymore, most of us. Uh, we don't own our own cow or goat. We don't have our own meat. Uh, the storage is horrible uh, for the, for our vegetables and, and meats. Uh, we don't live in a stress-free world. Uh, insecticides, pesticides, they penetrate every cell in our food and then in our bodies. Animals are force-fed now. They're hormone-fed to increase their weight. I could go on and on and on, but I'm making a list every day I go by. If our foods were not overcooked, they are. If we, if our deep fried fats were not to be found in almost every restaurant, but they are. If man would live by the laws of nature, but we don't. If man were not greedy, but he is, then you wouldn't need vitamin pills. If everything was not, not you know, according to nature, we wouldn't need them, but we need them we, to uh, be healthy. We want to die young at an old age. We want to live old, but we want to have our zip and energy. So I want to, I know Dr. Wong's been here an hour, God bless him. Uh, but, you know, we did talk about some interesting subjects. And I think, um, you know, the listeners out there that asked for some Parkinson discussion, I think, uh, I think I learned a lot, and I hope you did too. And I know I have requests for macular degeneration, but we'll get to that. Uh, there are some new, new things going on with that that I want to bring to your attention, especially your red light, you know, looking into a certain uh, 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 spectrum of uh, red light, and they're having good results with Bascom Palmer and University of Miami with that, and we'll bring that to your attention. But we have time, um, so I want to just thank Dr. Wong. Uh, he, he's just great. I know you guys love him. You keep asking me when he's going to be on, and uh, I want to thank him. What can I say? Thank you, Dr. Wong. Thank you. 
Thank you for having me on board. All right. Now, I need, we need to come back and have an unfiltered, uncensored discussion about the genetic modified chemotherapy shot that has been given to millions and millions of people around the world. Yep. And I got a get, bunch of data on that. Some of it just came out yesterday. All right, we'll we'll, we'll talk on uh, and, and get a date and talk about it. And a, a no holds barred conversation, uh, and because there's things that I think can be done, and one is the use of ivermectin. But we'll get into that to get. We got to get rid of that spike protein, which doesn't just stay in the arm. We know it goes to every organ of the body. I live in a continuing care community, and I'm seeing new faces all the time. That only means is we're only allowed to have a certain number of, of people living here. People are dying, and the, the uh, apartments are being resold. So uh, it's not good. I have one gentleman here who's 95. He gets two units of blood a week. How they're doing that, I don't know, but that's another story. Wow. Yeah, two a week. And he's, and he's probably getting blood from vaccinated people, so he's getting the spike proteins right back in his body. Yeah, it's not good. So, um, yeah, we'll get together in a few. Yeah, I think no holds barred conversation, okay? Sounds good to me. Like, like being in that in in that in that ring that those uh, fighters get in. What do they call that? Uh, the, uh, the, the the octagon. Yeah, God, yeah. We'll get in there and just slug it out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I won't keep you any longer. I appreciate your attention. I, I hope you learned something today. I sure did. And uh, and thank Dr. Wong by buying his products. Darn it, you know he's he's uh, he, he he just he, he never says no. I've I've known him now for about four years or maybe four and a half. He's never said no. Only once, and he convinced me not to have a certain guest on my program. And we won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll say hello, say goodbye to this canary in the coal mine, coal mine. And by the way, you know what? My grandson is doing a project for a senior year in high school about aerobic versus anaerobic. You know, the first place I sent him was the Dr. Wong's message. Uh, and if you want to see some of Dr. Wong's writings, like, I'm going to direct you there. Dr. Wong with an S, Dr. Wong's message. And, and I don't think that's all of his writing, because I remember earlier before they changed that website, it was, it was more. But lots of good information there about the cardiovascular health and aerobic and aerobic training. And uh, we'll get into that another time. There's just so much that we can talk about, but uh, let's end it there. So thank you. God bless. And we'll see you next time. Now I'll find my going away song here, wherever it got to. Where My puppy ready? found everything in the world to make noise with. She knocked over <laughs> no. a sword. She took a dish and started running around the room with it. <laughs> it's like they know. Hey, by the way, there was a great article in Science uh, this morning that when dogs jump onto you and with affection, they they have measured the same love hormones in their brain as when a human being hugs their significant other. Uh it's just, they're amazing animals. Uh, wow. Incredible. Yeah. They have so much phenylethylamine that is almost at toxic levels. And that's that's the love hormone, uh, excuse me, the love neurotransmitter. So, the, you know, the, when, 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 when humans get a broken heart, we go for a chocolate binge because there's, there's PEA in the chocolate. <laughs> and that, the reason why chocolate is toxic to dogs is because they already have so much PEA because they love us so much. Wow. Well, 
let's leave it on that love note, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Have an attitude of gratitude, and uh, maybe sometime you can live like you're not going to make it tomorrow, and, and, and don't be mad at anybody when you go to bed tonight. Okay, we'll see ya. Hey, everybody. Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house.